Yes, guys, welcome back to the Once You're In, You're In podcast. This is episode 93. I know we've said we're not going to do that, but... We need to stop like, saying that. I feel like it's my my general intro. It's just what I go to. And I quite like it because we'll know when we get to 100. And also, like, I want to be that kind of podcaster. You know, when we get to like 200 or 250, we don't just like go, oh, we didn't know. Yeah. kind of want to know. Actually, Sam. Sam's here, everyone. Um, Sam, say hello. I don't know if you'd hear that because it's far from the mic, but you said hello. Um, what I think we should start doing, let me know your thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, on Spotify, yeah, we should have the na- the number of the episode at the start on the title. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Sam, you up for that? Done. Okay, so that's what's going to happen, guys, and then maybe I'll stop saying what it is um, because we'll know from the Spotify. Anyway, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. We have got Sam here. So Sam's basically filming for both Reese and my YouTube. And Instagram. Um, yeah, reels. reels and stuff yeah. as well. Basically, it's kind of like a rest day, but it's a rest afternoon because Sam came at like one o'clock. I picked him up from the train and station. And we can't afford him for the whole day. We can't afford him for the whole day. No. Uh, but also the morning for me and Reese would be very boring to watch. Like we do the exact same thing. And people say they want to see that, but it, you people mate, really Imagine would. that. Imagine yeah, like, people just seeing us sat doing check-ins for I, four I, hours. Yeah, like. I genuinely would be like, so right, Sam, I'm literally just getting you. You can't. Yeah, yeah you can't speak. The to only me. difference. The only difference is I'm doing my cardio, and I'm going to be sweaty, and then I'm going to go for a walk, and then I'm going to work, and that's it. But I've had people say, "Oh yeah, it'd be awesome to people see." No, it's like not. It, it's not yeah. awesome to see. It's boring for other people. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's one of those like people want to see what your day to day life looks like because they see you training, they see yeah. you do the podcast, but like, what else? Like, I want to see what else you do. But I've done like a video before of like a day in the life, and it's like people like it. Yeah, but it's so boring, and I'm literally trying boring to like to watch. It's not boring to for us to do, but it's boring to watch. Yeah, because... but I mean, and it, also it's boring to film because I'm like, yeah. what do you want me to talk about? Like, yeah. this is what I'm eating again, and it's the same. Like, same meal as the other yeah, day. Yeah, it's and... like there's not much really to talk about. But either way, Sam's filming the afternoon. Yes, we're doing the podcast now. Let's just crack on. Give me a. Well, an no, update, we'll, mate. no, we'll go through what we're actually doing. So we did the we had physio. Hey, what people are going to see yeah but we can sit on the podcast so spoil we've... it spoil the video spoil, <laughs> spoiling our usual Thursday that we do every Thursday <laughs> nah, we don't much. go to physio every Thursday yeah so basically we've got we had physio um, I got my hair cut so then I went to physio Finn went straight to physio uh, we then pretty much came to the studio Finn had a setup to do I and then I think you had a meal when you got here didn't you so it's literally it's going to be a combination of like podcast a few meals a few steps we're doing uh, like in between like so excited few, yeah it's just, it sounds <laughs> so like we say this and it's funny because like i said it's so it's just the same it's so stuff. mundane it's yeah. just the same stuff we do on a rest day but people might want to see it and weirdly enough i, I really enjoy my rest days i really enjoy my thursdays mm, i like my thursdays yeah. thursdays are good so pretty much guys any any excuse to be out of the gym yeah not trained <laughs> training God. hate being in the gym yeah get in get out yeah get in get out thursdays come around i'm like oh, get thank in. god i don't have to train i don't train today uh but no Current update. Uh, yeah, give with, us an update of what you've been doing the last couple of days. Yeah, so I was in Manchester Tuesday night with uh, with Josh, Josh Jenkins, my co-coach. It's weird saying it, like co-coach friend. Like, <laughs> so I was with Josh. <laughs> so we went to watch, um, Josh is a, a Man City, I don't think he's a season ticket holder, but his dad's like a member, so they get access to like... One of seven. Yeah, one of seven members at Man City. Uh, so they get access to some, uh, like, so the actual bigger games. So Josh got me a ticket for Bayern Munich versus Man City. So, and to be fair, like, usually whenever I've gone to, to games with Josh, we just head back afterwards. And obviously with me being in the trenches of prep, and also the fact that I wouldn't get back to, like, 1am, and I thought, I don't want to ruin my sleep. Why don't we just make a day or two out of it? So I booked a, a nice Airbnb, 
it was like 20 30 minutes away from the etihad uh which was uh which was quite cool so we pretty much we trained at the iron jungle epi and jungle aka elite physiques in in stockport uh wicked gym really good gym we trained there for lower on tuesday so we left at like just in the like late morning got there train legs um really good session and then watched the game game was pretty good did you watch the, watch highlights? the highlights yeah, yeah highlights were good uh the highlights made the game look better it was quite an edgy sort of cagey game you see three nil and you think oh yeah man city have just walked yeah. it but it was quite an edgy game no, it didn't look like they walked yeah yeah but like it was a weird three nil usually you go yeah, yeah just good result yeah yeah it was a really good result for city um so and it was quite nice like whenever i've gone to football i actually really enjoy watching games where there's no pressure like when i'm when you when you support a team you go into it and you're like i hope they win i hope they win yeah. and it's almost like you don't get to enjoy it but i actually I just bet you really... wanted city to win though when you're there you're in the crowd like uh, yeah, is he an English team? Potentially, yeah, potentially. When it was PSG, I went to see PSG v Man City. I saw Mbappe knee slide in front of me, and I was like, yeah, I wanted, I wanted PSG to win because Kylian Mbappe. I thought that was quite cool. But, uh, but yeah. Anyway, enough about football. Went to get to see that. Then we best um, turned off. I know. Hmm? Yeah, best, best turned, turned off. off. Sorry, sorry to people that aren't interested in football. <laughs> and then on, and then pretty much we went back. We headed back to the Airbnb. Woke up Tuesday, well, Wednesday. Went to a pure gym that was a few minutes away. Uh, cardio, all that sort of jazz. And then it was a case where we trained again at uh, Elite Physique's gym. We did pull and delts, and it was quite a nice day. I said to Josh, like it would have been actually quite good to have had another night there Wednesday because when you're there just for a football match, you don't get to really like not saying like we chilled go out. Go to it's, Canal Street. Yeah, we didn't get to go to Canal Street. Which if you're in Manchester, guys, trust me, go to Canal Street. I was actually telling Josh about Canal Street. Yeah, yeah. While you were there, yeah, I, I say, oh mate, I've heard it's really good. It was like half ten. I was like, we could probably get we could probably go there hopefully people know what, what canal street is nothing against canal street me and finn big advocates of canal street, canal street yeah. but uh but yeah it was it was quite it was it was good it was a good day or two it was more so a sense of like you don't realize especially when you're prepping and you're at like the latter end like just every single thing i was like i need my salt i need this i need that and granted you can get stuff when you're there but i must have like packed and checked everything i had like a checklist of my fitness pal everything i needed and i told myself multiple times don't forget your food scales like food scales imperative and for some reason i just forgot them so i had to go buy some from from dunelm which was just what did it say? The, you had like street. three different yeah so i had a bit of a night the the way there my intro had like leaked a little bit so i was like great my yeah uh, my protein my my whey protein had like just like spilled a little bit and i was like this is just a bit of an unfortunate day and um it was one of those sort of like you know you can just tell like some things have gone wrong so i picked i went to a dunelm and picked up a pair of scales and i got in the car and i just thought to myself it would just be my luck that i'd get back and they won't work so i opened them in the car and they didn't work and i was like that's weird you don't need to put batteries in or they it was one of those pull you know you like so i was like okay fair enough clearly i went back in hey these don't work can i get another pair got another pair same again and i was like okay can i pay for an i bought like there were like there was like three options there was one for like 30 quid one for 20 and then one for 15 so i got the one that was 20 because it looked a bit better than the 15. And i was like can i just buy the one that's 30 pounds and so i paid 10 pounds extra and finally that one worked but i went through i think two yeah i went through two ones for 20 pounds and neither of them worked but and i i, I could tell Mental. i opened them and i like shook them and they just sounded dodgy and it was like it's quite funny because if i wasn't if i if the day was fine i would have yeah, i just had a home. i had a weird feel and it would have it would have shafted me because literally it would have been i needed to make my next 
meal to go to the game and I wouldn't have had time to come back yeah. and it would have been a right ball ache. So luckily, I was like, I've got, I was quite lucky checked, that yeah. I checked. Because when would you ever? You would never check. But I checked in the car because I just had a really weird feeling. So yeah, that was that. But, uh, but other than that, it's been a pretty like uh, good few days. Currently, four and a half weeks till the like qualifying two bro show three and a half weeks out from the warm-up show um pretty good like really happy with the visual we're saying earlier after the uh the physio i'm guessing sam will probably get parts of this but we did like a little mini in-person checking because i hadn't seen finn for a few days and like it's more so a sense where like pretty close condition wise still a little bit to come off um but with three and a bit weeks like it's just a case of coasting really and just kind of pulling away when appropriate there's still like i said a little bit to still come off which is going to be the case at this point but at the same time like i'm running that fine line between flattening out which kind of you said like my midsection my chest loses a bit of fullness and then my midsection gets like i think that's what i always notice like, yeah i think probably as well that's because it's one of your lesser, lesser developed, developed areas yeah, yeah like, exactly so when it's full it's like oh it actually looks pretty good when yeah. it's flat it's like okay your midsection looks a little bit washed out yeah i think that's when like usually after the second day of refeed your midsection looks good yeah i agree and then if anything i also think that makes like my back look worse because it's like it's almost all that kind of there's not that pressure against the skin when it comes to kind of like musculature yeah. so it makes every it just makes fullness is one of those sort of things where like you can look noticeably leaner just based off fullness well that's kind of think where you are right now yeah. like i don't want to say oh the work's been done because it hasn't but the hard work's been done like, oh yeah. you're not the, digging the, anymore oh, no, like no, it's no, not no. like oh shit we need to push like no keep doing what you're doing ultimately even even if you were to just let's say fill up every five days between yeah. now and then the days that you're not filling up your food's still low enough to be in a decent deficit yeah. you probably pull off another one maybe maximum two kilos yeah. but you'll then be able to fill up more and look better for it like yeah. you're in that nice spot at the end of a prep i know it's not really the end it's not like even first show hasn't been but you yeah. know i mean it's the end of the hard part where yeah. it's like oh i've done the hard work i'm pretty much there now it's like like i always said to clients like saying to clients last year like this is the best bit this is the most enjoyable yeah, yeah, bit yeah. and like this was when people start panicking and stressing and it's like you've already done all the hard work like yeah. just enjoy this part this is the bit where you get to eat a bit more food yeah. this is a bit where you look a bit better every day this is a bit where you're posing a bit more because yeah. you're wanting to see how you look between each meal like that's the best bit this is in my opinion this is actually when you're prepping that's when the you start that's is what you remember yeah, as well the start is a diet where you're just losing body fat. Yeah. It's literally a case of like, if I was to say to you at 12 weeks out, oh, I'm flat, who the fuck cares? Yeah, exactly. You're not fl yeah, you might be flat, yeah. but you've got body fat to pull off. It's not, it's literally a case of, right, you've got body fat to pull off. At this point, it's very much a case of prepping where it's day-to-day -day manipulations into the best yeah day-to-day -day tweaks day-to-day -day manipulations trainings being regulated based off how you feel cardio to be fair cardio is staying the same there's no real changes or anything like that and like if anything at this point like this is i think when a lot of people like you said overstress overanalyze the things they don't need to worry about like right now for me like who they're if, competing against yeah like right now for me it's literally a case of knowing okay i've probably realistically got a kilo to maybe a kilo and a half worth still to pull off i'd say that's maybe two but I, I it's somewhere in that ballpark my rate of loss has been about a kilo and a half a week still even with the refeeds so for there that that's if anything could be slowed down so that's the reason why we're going to be refeeding a little bit more frequently it was originally every seven to nine days now it's going to probably be every five ish days depending on how things are we i said earlier i don't really want to be going off body weight as a direct metric based off the fact that like i look sharper and tighter today and my body weight's pretty similar to what it was three days ago granted my routine's been a little bit different being in manchester you look better at 
So what, you were 98.7 this morning? 98, no, 99.7. 99.7? Yeah, yeah, So you'd look better at 100.5 than yeah. you would at 98.5? Yeah, 100%. Like, based on fullness. Yeah. You would probably, you'd be leaner yeah. at 98.5, but because you'd be very flat, you'd look yeah. worse. Yeah, so it's a case now of like almost not discarding body weight, still using it as a metric and wanting to see, let's say, maybe an all-time new low, but I'm not going to chase, like, for example, the refeed, if I'm not going to make a tweak to training down on train day food, if I'm still, if I'm 90, let's say, if I'm 99 kilos come Sunday, I'm going to refeed. If I'm 99.4 kilos, I'm still probably going to refeed. If I was 98 kilos tomorrow, I'm going to refeed probably tomorrow. Like, it's going to be a case where I'll utilize the data when appropriate, but it's not where I need to be like, right, I need to get to a certain weight because... I can just look at the vision and think, right, I've not seen, like when I posed post-workout on Wednesday, I instantly looked to myself and I was like, right, um, this is the leanest I've probably ever been. It's the sharpest I've been, but I'm also flattening out. And I, like today's a low day, low non-training day. It's my first day back in routine. I'd imagine body weight will probably drop tomorrow. If it does, cool, awesome. If it doesn't, I'm not going to stress out and go, okay, I need to make changes. I think like it's, it's in a good spot, you know? That's what I say to clients a lot of the time is that like body weight is a good measurement and it's yeah. a good guide as to sort of giving us an indication of where we're at and where we're going hmm. but when you start obsessing over it and setting targets from it like i have to get down to this <laughs> by this point or i have to do this by this point it's like that's when you start putting unnecessary pressure on yourself yeah, start and you, stressing and, yeah. and you, you stop looking at the actual look and you start looking at the scale yeah and it's like and i think if i'm honest that, i did that i did that a bit too much probably last time where it was like I think, I think I set, you need to do it up to yeah, a certain point. I, I, I agree. And then I think it's a case of almost like, if you were to say to me now, don't weigh yourself for the rest of the prep, I would still want to. But yeah, I think but you'd still be able to come in and look mental. Oh, 100%. Better. Yeah, I think if anything, like I don't, I'm not going to take much data from body weight at this point, especially as well. We've got to realize with enhancement, like just based on the fact my training's still really positive, that's going to drive the look. Like three weeks of having androgens at pretty much peak dose for this prep that's going to result in a better visual look regardless. So that's going to play in a role. And then also, if we think about things, so for example, your himbine growth hormone, they're going to be slowly pulled out. Your himbine's going out from two and a half weeks out from the first show. So that's a week, six oh, or six days week, from now. Yeah. yeah, a week today. So just that alone, that's going to drop off some sub-Q water. Growth hormone's going to be pulled out like four to six days, depending on that, or slowly titrated down. And these are things that we can utilize to leverage fat loss, but then also as well, they're going to be holding some some water retentive purposes. So things like that. And then likewise, just stack design. Like let's say if I was to throw in something like Winstrol, that's going to, again, promote a completely, not different look, but again, it's something that's going to potentially play a role. That's not to say Winstrol's going in. It's just more so me just kind of throwing that out there. Because it's on deck. It's on hand. Got but, it ready. Yeah, I got it ready. I got it ready what to deploy. What we were just saying though, in terms of body weight, like, yeah. I think a lot of the time people fall into the trap the other way around. And I think you did that last year because... You year were before, bro. Two years ago. Yeah. You were the same body weight for like however many weeks throughout the prep and you were yeah. like yeah but i'm getting leaner and i was like yeah, yeah but you're not going to compete at this weight no. and you were like yeah i know but i'm getting leaner it's like yeah mm. you are getting leaner but like and it's the same with people even just in like a general diet or like you know for example like somebody who's like oh i want to go on holiday so i want to get leaner for holiday and then like two weeks in they'll look leaner yeah. but they'll be the same weight and you'll well, go you could, could you not say that same with food like someone will get down to like let's say 400 carb and they'll go yeah but i want to drop lower than this like that, and then, then but it's like, but then you ask them, but your food's going to get lower than this. Yeah, it's so similar you know, the kind of yeah, thing. like it's a similar yeah. sort of thought process, and it's like, I think there's going to be times where like being attached to body weight is like something you want to pay attention to. You always want to pay attention to body weight. You always want, but like the visual look towards the end is the most important thing. And like I said, when it comes to food, you'll have someone who goes, oh, I don't really like, like the thought of starting a prep yeah. at X amount of carbs. They might go, well, I was at 900 peak off season. 
So you're telling me I'm like, I, I said to Josh, um, Josh is a 8.50 carb on training days. And he was asking me like, what do you reckon my starting prep carbs will be? I'll be like, I was like 5.50. And he was like 400. Like, high. yeah, he was like 400 off. I was like, honestly, mate, that probably, I said that. Uh, 300 off. Yeah, 300 off, sorry. Prep, can't, can't think. Um, yeah, and yeah, I said to him, um, I was like, 300 off. I was like, yeah, sound. I, was like, that's, I said to him, that's probably the highest. I reckon it might, it might be 500. It might be 475. Yeah. I was the like, thing we'll is as well, like, you probably have to pull that down within a week or two as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, And he was almost surprised. I was like, well, that'll said get him, him back down to get, like maintenance. Yeah, is it'll... it going to get lower? When you're so above a calorie set point, you can get away with it. And again, it's the same, for example, when it comes, and this is the, the, the caveat to it, you spin it around. For where I'm at right now, I'm refeeding. So let's say my last two refeeds, I ran pretty close to 500 carbon on rest day, dropped weight. So we both know that we need to push up rest day food uh, when it comes to the next refeed. And then I've ran 750 carb and I gained a kilo and a half. So that's pretty much objective. Like I, gain, I have like 1,200 to 1,300 carbs. I lose weight the first day if it's a, if it's a low day. Uh, I low day. If it's a rest day. Low high day. Low high, low high day. God, that's confusing. And then likewise, I gain weight the following day on that second day where glycogen stores are going to be a little bit fuller. I'm going to obviously be having a high amount of food due to food volume and likewise total calories from from a train day and body weight goes up objectively by about 1.5 kilos so if we were to assess let's say the data based off that that's going to give us i say a better sort of understanding for how that can be implied but in reality when it comes to let's say other sort of situations we can always manipulate food and it's like it's only going to help us when it comes to giving us data and understanding how things are and again like if we were to have a look i'm rambling on at this point mate so carry on i've my brain's gone blank Literally, I was talking. I was like, well, I don't even know where I started. <laughs> Prep. Prep. What, what was I talking? I was talking about. I don't even know. No, I, I want in, in terms of the the body weight thing. Yeah. So let's talk about body weight, and then I was like, I was I was on a really good point, and I was like, I don't know where I'm going with this. I don't think you were. I think you were, you were talking about food. I think I know what you're saying in terms of like people will go, oh shit, like, I'm pulling off X amount of carbs, like. Yeah. I don't what we spoke about before. I don't want to use too much too soon, but it's like you're not going to finish prep on 500 carbs on training no, days. Like you're going to have to pull more off when I'm back to a baseline. Because then I drop to a baseline, and because I'm already in a deficit by quite a significant amount, my body is going to be responsive. So I don't need to continue to dig by making changes yeah. off my like let's say my baseline food because my baseline food's here and my maintenance point's here. So if your maintenance point is here and you start your gain, you start your prep already here because you pulled down, you're still above your maintenance point. That's what I was saying. Yeah, like people will go, oh, that pull away 100 carbs. Like let's say you're gaining a pound or two pounds a week. You pull away 100 <laughs> carbs, like nothing. you're still going to gain a pound, probably yeah, two yeah, pounds yeah. a week. Like yeah. you've got to make a significant change. Yeah. But yeah, in regards to the, the whole body weight sort of measurement thing, I think when it becomes a target, it it, it becomes more of an issue. Yeah. And especially, especially with lifestyle clients as well, because I think they get so obsessed with it and almost like overwhelmed by it that they're expecting a certain number every morning yeah and they wake and up and they, they don't see, it, see it and they're like, like wow yeah. and if they don't it's like what? yeah they like start their day on the yeah. back foot and they're beating themselves up because they've not seen that half a pound come off or whatever that oh i expected to see 190 and it said 191 it's like yeah but like, that's life like ultimately it's hmm. there's so many things that dictate your body weight like yes you are in control of the majority of them but still like what i think people don't understand is that like you could be doing everything just perfectly. You could be doing everything right. You could be doing your cardio, doing your steps, you know, tracking your food well. You're doing everything right. You got a good night's sleep. You ate at the same time. That doesn't mean you've earned the right to do, to just drop weight, like not in one day. Like you're not going to yeah. just go, oh, but I did everything right yesterday. No. Like yeah, fucking well done, good for you. Like do it again and again and again yeah. and again, and then in two weeks' time you'll realise that 
oh shit, it is working and I'm five pounds down. Yeah. Even though I was stressed that I did it for one or two days and it didn't, I didn't see anything. Like, that's what most people struggle with is they'll do it for a day or two and go, oh, not seen out yet. It's obviously not working. It's yeah. like, what do you mean it's not working? Like, you've literally, you probably would have gained a pound or two if you'd have done what you were doing previously. And like, how many so times would you have seen like, and it, this has happened to me in my prep, like I'll look at my body weight and I'll go, I don't really feel like I'm dropping. Like I feel you, you almost get attenuated yeah. towards like you don't think because it's something that's like not an all-time new low. Like when I weighed Even myself is, this you... morning, I was like, oh, I feel like I've been in the 99s. I feel like I've been 100s. I've been around the 100 marker now for like a good, like feels like two, three weeks. And I looked at my data and I'm like, I'm a kilo and a half down from last week. Yeah. I'm two kilos down from 10 days ago. And that's with two refeeds. And I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. But because it's not yeah. a new low, it's almost that mental challenge of like, okay, I've actually, I'm still objectively dropping. And also, it's not even just that it's a new low. Like, it's that it's such small differences. Like, if you saw yeah. a new low of 0.1 kilos, you're yeah, like... Yeah, you're not, you're not... You probably don't yeah. even know it's a new low. You yeah. probably go, oh, actually, when you log it in, you go, oh, that's a new low. Yeah. You probably don't even realise. Like, yeah. I don't even realise when it's a new low for me because it's so close to what it was the day before yeah. or two days before. Yeah. Like, it's... Like, if I reel off my body weight for probably the last few days, I think it was... 188.5 this morning, 188 the day before, 188.75 the day before, 189.25, 188.75. Like, it looks as though nothing's happening. Yeah. But then, like Reese was saying, when you track it in, like, when I'm looking at my averages, I was two and a half pounds down last week, even though it feels like I'm pretty much seeing the same data on the scale every morning. Yeah. So don't worry about what it says every morning. Like, track it and log it in. And then, then people go, oh, well, I just won't weigh in then. And it's like, well, that's fine if you don't want to do that. But usually what that then leads to is a lack of accountability because you're not weighing yourself. You're going, oh, well, it doesn't matter because I'm not weighing myself. Yeah. And then what do you know? You're not weighing your food and then you're not holding yourself accountable. You're overeating. You're missing your cardio or because you've not then got that data yeah. point. It doesn't work for everybody. Not everybody needs to weigh themselves. I have clients that don't want to weigh themselves and they still make loads of progress regardless of the phase. But it's helpful. Yes. But then again, like we've just been saying, there's a lot of cons to it as well. Yeah, definitely. It's quite a good conversation. Yeah, it's actually yeah. in my my book that I'm reading. It's called Good what? Heart's oh. Law. You reading a book? Yeah, mate. I've started reading in bed, like an old man. Okay. So I'm re- I'm still how? reading that Atomic Habits book. I'm nearly at the end. Of okay. It. How how many pages do you read? Do you do ten minutes? I do five pages a night. How long does that take? Five minutes. Okay. Page a minute. Probably, mate. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I can read. You know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So fair <laughs> enough. So what? You, so come on, tell us. Book club. Um, so no I was just literally thinking then because it kind of like relates to the conversation so there's a, a law it was saying about it it's quite good the book to be fair like obviously a lot of the stuff I already do but I would definitely recommend it to people who don't have any habits or any routine who's it written by? Uh, James something okay James something and what's the book people will know it mate it's like a okay. world renowned book is it like the subtle art of not giving a fuck yeah, everyone, basically everyone's that. read that on yeah. holiday bar me it's so. basically that yeah yeah um, but yeah basically it's it was saying this the other, was it last night or the other night um, and it was it said like Goodhart's law says basically it's if a when one when a measurement becomes a target it's no longer like it ceases to be a measurement so it's no longer a good measurement because yes. like you're not really using it as a measurement you're using it as a target yeah so like that relates to body weight quite a lot if you're yeah, like obsessing about the target of a certain weight you're not using it as its measurement you're no, using you're, it yeah, as a you're target not, you're not using it as its objective actual purpose becomes more of an issue than it, it's, yeah than it's worth. That's actually so yeah, good hearts law. Yeah, there we go. That's what reading does for you. Knowledge expand knowledge. Knowledge. And to be fair, mate, sign up for coaching below. I'm really enjoying it. Like so, before like me and Shannon when we'd go to bed, we'd um, shag. We'd yeah, we'd absolutely get down to it. We'd uh, we'd like just put um, 
usually like recently anyway we'd put dragon's den on and like it'd be like five minutes where yeah. like i'd just fall asleep me and tonight you know pitch. whenever like we've like ever had like an off-plan meal or something and we're in a car or like nice health plan, we had a meal together we'd like i type in dragon's den dragon's on youtube good, and yeah. like it would be like you'd see a title like dragons dislike yeah. edgy like, straight in. yeah you'd be like oh yeah, yeah, yeah dragon's let's watch den this. Is good. No, we put yeah. it in on on iplayer so we'd actually put like an episode on but mm. I like I fall asleep within five minutes. Like yeah, I have yeah. my blue light blockers on, and when I'm a bit like, as soon as I notice I'm tired, I just turn to this side. So the TV's over there, and I put the cover over me, so like, I can't hear it. I can't, I can't see. I it. can't sleep with anything like that. I have to have like, just I wouldn't be able to sleep with a TV on. Yeah, but it's like very low brightness, and I can't hear it. Like, okay. and I've got yeah. my blue light blockers on, so the room is dark. Like, yeah, yeah. so it's fine. I was saying to Shannon, like, I wanna, I wanna be able to read but i don't have time in the day just with work so if it's a dark room how do you read so i have uh, a, little light? a little duck light okay <laughs> that's gonna ruin circadian rhythm oh mate it's really dull and i have it right here okay and i again i have my blue light blockers on while i'm reading yeah. um so the duck is called finn the duck finn the duck yeah so Shan- literally it's called finn the duck okay so i had a few people send me it like probably a year or more ago even AJ Morris sent me it, like tagged me it. it AJ like, Morris from yeah from Senor, yeah Senor from, from Rotherham, yeah from MBW Worldwide. Yeah, AJ. wow. Because um, it was like a quite a people will probably have seen it. It's quite like a it was like a well known ad at the time on Instagram. It kept coming I think, up. Yeah, you you've told me about and it. Shannon bought me it. Yeah, yeah. So we have Finn the Duck, um, but we don't call it Finn the Duck. We just call it Ducky. Oh. So we put Ducky. Cool, on. I think we could call it Finn. Uh, we we just, don't call it. We don't call it. We call it Finn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then there's me and the duck yeah. so we just put that on and then I, I read and do like just five pages it's good like and then like I, I almost feel it kind of I feel like it's productive you yeah. know what I mean so it's like I'm I'm reading like I'm never going to just read like I'll read something that I'm going to get something out of it you yeah. know what I mean but then I'm I'm going to bed and I almost feel like the end of my day wasn't just like oh I just put the TV on and fell asleep to TV I actually yeah. did something productive even watch, when I'm going to bed I don't watch TV I said the camera cut off but I go on Reddit I go on Reddit on my iPad um, and I don't have any social media really like on there like when it comes to Instagram or anything work related and I, I literally just go through Reddit like when it comes to like either news like sport gaming anything that's like not bodybuilding and training is that, is related that not, not going to ruin you you sleep if you've got big bright light in front of you. Big iPad. Big iPad, yeah. Full Ma- brightness. <coughs> maximum, yeah, maximum brightness now. Yeah. Eyes wide open like this. Mm. You don't even have blue light blockers and you call yourself a bodybuilder. I know, I'm not good enough. I do have blue light you blockers. You've only got an aura ring recently as well. I know, I'm, I'm clearly slacking. I'm just not on it with my Weird. routine. No one yeah. you've got no muscle. No, it's actually, it's just PDs. They, they cover oh, up. Yeah. They cover up all my my, my If, you didn't, if you didn't use PDs, you'd have only just started making progress because yeah. you've only recently got an aura ring. Yeah, the second you get an aura ring, that's when you start to make My progress. aura ring, by the way. Yeah. It hasn't worked for... You told me about this, yeah. Battery's messed up, in it? So the, the charger doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. So I, I keep wearing it because it's just habit. Yeah. It I doesn't haven't, work. I haven't, I haven't looked at the data on this in about six months. <sighs> That's not good. That's you know, why I've made you, no progress. If you message them, they'll send you, they'll send you another one. I'm doing it now. Well, I did it the other day. Um, yeah. I've still got to get back to them. But yeah, like I just, I literally just kept, I, put, I kept putting it off. But mate, it was proper weird, right? They've asked, they asked me, and I've done it. They asked me to send these like things. So it was like, can you just prove to us that the, the, the charger's not working? Yeah. They were like, first thing you need to do is um, show us you plugging in the charger. Yeah. Like I had to send them three videos. Yeah. So I plugged in the charger, made sure it was plugged in. Like, cool. Right, that's video number one. Second video, right? Please put a USB, like cable, to the front of the charger. Yeah. So it doesn't even relate. Well, I was like, what? And how then was does the that third one like, please put it in front of your credit card, make sure you get both front <laughs> and back. And then if you can also have a photo yeah. of your passport as well, just no, to make sure like, it's you. So it was like, 
put a USB in front of the charger, and obviously, the, so the charger is basically like a small thing, and the yeah, ring like sits podium. on it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm literally putting a USB. Obviously, the USB is not plugged in because you can't plug yeah, it in yeah, if you yeah. put it there. So me and Shannon were like, "How on earth is this going to do anything?" Apparently, it should make a light flash. Try it on yours at some point yeah, when yeah. you remember. Obviously, that didn't work. So we were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And then the third one was put the ring on and see if the light comes on. Obviously, the light didn't come on. Yeah. There's other things where you like troubleshooting. You're supposed to like hit it. You keep it on its on its station yeah, yeah. and you hit it like five times on a hard surface and see if it works still doesn't work uh-huh. so like I tried loads of stuff and it's done work but they're going to sort me out I just need to get around to it yeah. they've asked me for some other stuff now I think that's when they ask for the credit card yeah too, that's when they ask for credit card and passport yeah. and then like social security number and all that sort of get stuff get back to them yeah. so yeah if FK physiques goes under or ring that's yeah. what it is so yeah give us a prep update mate where, where you're at you dropped food today didn't you yeah I dropped food today 25 yeah. carb 5 fat pulled off yeah rest days yeah to, to be fair like I I would much rather take food from rest days. Like, you know, like clients. Yeah. I, I feel like clients always, not moan, but they no, always I, comment yeah. on rest days. And yeah. they're always like, oh, my rest day food. I'm hungry on a rest day at the end of the day. But do you not think, and this is what I always think, like, it's because we're very busy on yeah. rest days. So, like, I, I easily could, like, I've had three meals today. And I, because of what we're doing, like, I always get to the end of my rest days and I go, oh, I need to eat. Yeah, same. Like, I've got two more meals to yeah, get. Yeah. And, but it's not like, to me, it's not where, like, I think it's because I'm busy. If I wasn't busy yeah. and I've got, training's a good appetite suppressant. But and so, like, when you train, you're not obviously, you you couple of hours away Stop. from the gym. Yeah, I'm, I'm, in the gym I'm in the gym doing a set thinking, oh, I can't wait to have a post-workout yeah. No. So it's this appetite suppressant. It's also like a time like skip capsule yeah it's a time capsule of not not eating but i feel so, like our rest days are a time capsule yeah these yeah. thursdays go stupid oh fast. mate yeah like, yeah 100 but yeah like so i pulled away 25 carbs and five fat from was today which was basically one meal or was it like a collection so it was i pulled out uh 50 grams of potato in total so i have rather than 100 grams across two in, in each meal so 200 i have yeah. 75 in each meal okay um and then my final meal i pulled out 20 grams of rice you have one seven five in each meal you mean no, I have I have seventy five in each meal. Well, wait, wait, you said you had two hundred grams across. Yeah, across two meals, one hundred in each. Now I have seventy five in each, so I have one hundred and fifty. So Makes all sense. the way fifty. Yeah, sound cool. Yeah. It's not a lot of potato. No, 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 no. But that's that. Uh, yeah, but it's I, a I small amount. Yeah. Um, and then my final meal, I took out twenty grams of rice. So that was that was that. Um, yeah. And I think that that yeah that pulled down the fats by like two three grams or something. Mm. But my fats were on. My fats were supposed to be 60, but they were on like 59.2. So what's the macros? And now it's like, oh, on a rest day, yeah. 240 protein, 175 carb, yeah. 55 fat. Fair enough. Training yeah. days are the same. They're at 255 protein, 460 carb, 50 fat, Yeah, I believe. Rest day steps, 10,000. Training day steps, 12,000. Oh, you don't have your non-training day steps higher because of the availability of time. No, I don't oh have my any God. time. My rest days, I have a lot less time. Yeah. Um, well I don't have a lot less time but on a training day I'm obviously on my feet when I'm training yeah. on a rest day I'm not on my feet as much it's as funny I find like the things that clients complain about rest day steps stuff like that I find like also train day steps I'm in the gym I'm struggling I find like training day steps, training day steps so, so easy. easy I could I could do 15k plus yeah. steps I, yeah. I have to actively be like stop moving the amount of times like recently yeah. that I'll get home and I want to go on a walk yeah, yeah. and I'm on already on like 12,000 so I'm like oh, I'm going to go on a walk because yeah, yeah, it's my routine but it's just going to be yeah, a two minute walk yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm the same. but yeah that's that posing I do two rounds on training days post workout I'm starting to hold each pose for five seconds so that ends up being about between like seven and eight minutes it seems to be about that yeah. um, by the time like it tends to be the video tends to, when I film it it tends to be about seven eight minutes 
Um, Joy's otherwise... men's physique. You hold a front and back yeah. shot, and then I do like a few rounds of PCA posing. Posing is so easy for men's physique, guys. It is, yeah, it is. It's silly. I can't imagine if I was if I was men's physique, I don't think I'd ever get tired posing. No, I know. I, the only thing I notice, I just get tight. Calf cramp. Yeah, calf cramp and tight, and then to be fair, cramp in a lot of places just because of holding the poses, but not. I don't get tired. Like I don't sweat. I don't. I'm not. I don't ever finish posing. Go. Yeah, you think for two bros you have two poses yeah that is mental it is it's crazy in it's, bodybuilding it's we have four, we have four before we've even gone into the muscularity then poses then eight uh, front double front lat side chest side tri rear double rear lat abs and thigh most muscular yeah so, so 12. we have 12 in total yeah. you have two I know it's crazy it's you'd mental. imagine it'd be brought up a bit like I think it's weird that two bros have two men's physique poses yeah, it is PCA physique pose and I like I, I like some of them. Yeah, I think, I think these ones. Yeah, are a bit, yeah, I think yeah, I think like yeah, I think like if it was the quarter turns without the hand above waist, and then just the front and rear double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I think that'd I'm be pretty good. sure that's why that is what it is for UKDFBA and WMBF. UKDFBA leading from the front. Yeah, they are. Lee, <laughs> you know what you're doing. I um, entered the shows last night. Oh yeah, yeah. fair enough. Well, cool. I entered the UKDFBA, the WMBF, the BMBF. I've got to wait for my membership. Lovely. Mm. Fair enough. So it's real now. Prep's real. Prep's real. You, you didn't put it on your story saying like no. locked in, locked in now, ready Working to focus. in the shadows, aren't I? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's what I'm doing as well. I'm uh, I'm not posting any physique shots because I'm working in the shadows. Working in the shadows. But what I am doing is I'm posting them at the end of my st- oh, slides. I was going to say that. Because they look them. like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm working in the shadows, but in reality, I, don't look I look good. awful. So I'm posting them right at the end. At the end. And maybe on yeah. my story if there's a half decent shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Nah, too fat. I will start. I'll post them when I'm lean. Yeah, I was speaking to Jack, you know, JPMVMT. Yeah, yeah. I told you about it, I think. I might have done. But he was saying in his check and he was like, I don't really want to post anything. And I was like, I said to him, I was like, that's fair enough if that's your. You don't have to. Like, it's no, not mate, it's, it's completely not business. Up to that. You but know. that being said, I said to him, like, because he wants to go down that route yeah. of PT and maybe oh, yeah, the future and coaching. Are, I was yeah. like, do it. Like, also, I, I think grew it's cool. yeah, it's cool so much to of the see. business from prep. It's cool to have a look as, like, as a log. You know, yeah, like hundred percent. But also, mate, like the the amount of clients that have come to me who said, "Oh yeah, mate, I followed you throughout your prep." Yeah. Like, even a year or two down the line, they'll go, "Oh yeah, I followed you since your yeah. prep." And it's like that often can be where people get to know you. Yeah. And maybe that's where they initially notice you and yeah. come across you. But also, like you say, like business wise, for yourself to look back, just memories, like. Yeah. I've got like videos th- from prep that like it's funny to look back at yeah, and it's pretty yeah. cool to look back at. Like. I think it's one of them. Like I think I personally like I don't like when I look at like I'm not gonna I don't ever really pay attention to like my social media like my own page, but I don't like if I was to see my page. I prefer when I'm like somewhat in the middle of an off season where there's like a physique update every like five uploads, but the rest is just training. Like and yeah. it's like progressions. I personally, that's my favorite when it comes to not like social media, but because it becomes very much like just like a vanity contest. I saw Danny Power the other day. I told him off actually. Um, he didn't say bye to me, which is a bit weird. But I went up to him. He was in the Iron Jungle. He was, was in the, yeah, yeah. He comes up to me, gives me a hug, and within the first like five seconds, bless him, he goes, "Rishi, looking peeled. Let me see your abs." And I just laugh at him and go, no, mate, I've literally just got to the gym. How are you doing? How's training? You're training yeah. well? Like, you're competing soon, aren't you? And he was like, he almost seemed surprised. And I said to him, I was like, I've just walked into the gym, mate. I'm not going to be like, yeah, bro, yeah. check my abs out. But and unfortunately, yeah, my abs are shit. To be fair, they're actually pretty good this time. <laughs> my abs aren't actually shit. My abs are okay. But um, either way, when it comes to like, 
I think people see that you see how you are on social media and they think, oh yeah, it must be a, a bit of a vanity sort of yeah, contest. Yeah. He, I post a physique update at this point pretty We're much every day. Of that. Yeah, that I like the training side of things. My ideal Instagram feed, if that, that sounds so cringy to say, but it is literally just training and then a physique update once but every... you could do that, you know. I definitely could, but I don't... Make marketing, business, everything, it would be it'd be naive and silly for me not to post photos. Like, it would be... It'd be Depends. Uh, yeah. Depends. What it's not you saying want. you need to. You know, I'm not saying you need to. But then also as well, there's that level of kind of ego where my training's in a really good spot still, but it's not going to be the same as peak off season when you can no. add a couple of kilos here and get lifetime strength. Like I'm doing very similar load. I might get an extra rep. I might get an extra two and a half kilos. Nothing as exciting. No, post, exactly. Right? And also it annoys me so much the fact that when you are very very lean your sets have no way near the same level of like snappiness and even though people would look at yeah like yeah like for example the leg press video i uploaded the other day i watched it and i was like in in an off season i get that for six more reps like i get to the point where it gets hard I brace, I pause, and I get another rep. Yeah, I don't and know. I get with that rep. squat press, it's very hard in the short. No, yeah, maybe not. Maybe three or four. But like in the set, I said to Josh afterwards, like that got tough, and Didn't I had tell one you it was more. The best set he's ever seen. No, I got, I had, I got tough, and it got, I got one more. Where in an off season, it gets tough, you get three more, and then you get an assisted rep, and you're like, wow, what a set. So even though for other people you don't I, really um, notice it, you do yourself. So that's the reason why. But either way, social media. I ruined AJ's session. Yeah, you trained with him, didn't you? Or trained, didn't I didn't it? train with him. I just asked him if he could give me a spot. Okay. And yeah. then I ruined his push session. Because he was just trying to give me a forced rep for about 30 seconds. Oh, right. I didn't, like I, didn't, I didn't watch the set. Felt like forever, mate. Really? Yeah. I, I was. I failed it, but I was. it was... I don't know how many seconds it was. If I had spotted you, would you have got it up? Probably not. Really? You'll have to watch it at some okay. point when you've got time. Yeah. Maybe tonight when, you, when you're in bed. Yeah. And you're thinking about me, yeah. Um, no, it was it was a good set to be fair, but I, I felt bad. It was a good, it was a good set. It was, my leg press. It was a no, good I set. felt bad because I knew he was training push, and like, I was literally like, I didn't want to. He had been. He was like, giving definitely it giving it some yeah, towards yeah. the end, and I was yeah. like, I'm not. I'm not ruining Senor Morris's push yeah, session. Yeah. I can't do it to him. But no, he he did give me a good spot. It was a good set. Mm. It was a great set. Go and watch it. Go and watch it, guys. It's on TikTok as well. I'm on, I'm on TikTok now, guys. Um, mainly for the the podcast, to be fair. Yeah. Um, somebody on the on the TikTok for the podcast, somebody commented. I t- told Sam earlier, they were like, um, first time coming across this. I've just followed on Spotify." Oh, Mint. Speaking of Spotify, oh we've yeah, got the, we've got the numbers here. Look, I haven't seen the numbers. What are they? Uh, we've got two hundred nine subscribers on YouTube, and we've got six hundred and thirteen. Is it? Is that? That's followers. Followers, six hundred thirteen followers. Thanks, guys. Yeah, that's quite good. I think this. I don't know metrics on spotify to be honest i don't know what's good and what's bad but i feel like 613 people following our podcast is you said cool. about sds didn't you yeah but that's that's ratings okay what yeah. do they have ratings they're like 2000 i don't uh, yeah so we had like, like 300 yeah something. i don't think they even had 2000 i don't think they had as many as i expected them to have yeah um but yeah keep giving us ratings as well guys we're above 300 now um we're still on 4.9 so can we get to five star it'd be nice if we could um, but yeah, I think that's an update on both of us, prep-wise. Anything else we need to cover? Um, no, that's everything, to be fair. Leveling up the podcast further. Going to get another camera. Yeah, Sam's obviously here, like we said, so he's like, you need a third camera. Get a Canon G5- G50? F50. M50. F- something something 50. Yeah. So basically, a business expense. Get a Canon are going to go halves on. And then what we're going to do, or what we're going to try and do, is have one main camera 
and then we're going to have one that's on me and one that's on Reese. Yes. So that when we do the reels, they look a little bit more like quality. And on YouTube, as you'll maybe see, sometimes when it zooms in, the quality's not great. So don't mention that because now people are gonna they're gonna look. I for think it. mate, people can see like it just goes a bit blurry. Oh, yeah. there's my phone. Right. So. Do you want to get into the questions, mate? Yeah, we can get into the questions. Cool, Did cool. you get many? I forgot I got, to do a I got questions a fair, box. Uh, yeah, I got a fair few, actually. We both forgot, didn't we? Yeah, I put mine up, mate, two minutes after yours. Did you? Did you see I mine? literally refreshed Instagram and was like... that's all you've been sat doing, just refreshing yeah, Instagram? Yeah, yeah, I don't even work on Thursdays. I refreshed Instagram and was like, oh, yeah, we're doing the podcast today. <laughs> Might as well put a question box up. And, uh, yeah, you guys delivered. You got some uh, some good questions in, which is, uh, by the looks of things, I haven't really checked, actually. And I haven't checked recently. Like, I checked after, like, an hour, and I was like, okay, cool, we've got a fair few. So, yeah, right. So I actually got a question by Tyler Rag. I sent him a voice note because he DM'd it to me yesterday. So I've already answered the question, but he asked, I oh, probably shouldn't say Tyler Rag because he's using Clen. Oh, God, Tyler. Is he? Yeah, he asked about clan cramp. So I answered his his, his clan situation. Um, however, if this is a this might be something that people struggle with, clan cramps, stuff like that. You shouldn't be taking clan. Shouldn't be taking clan. It's bad for you. you. Definitely shouldn't be taking clan. I put that on my story. Um, I got asked about clan the other day. You don't take it. I put clan is bad. Yeah, <laughs> I think clan's probably the most like overrated. Like I'd say it's the it's the one that everyone talks about, and it's got such little benefit yeah. for the vast majority of situations. I, I, I almost think, especially for. I don't know about this Tyler guy, to be honest. Like, but I'm not saying this. I'm not saying about Tyler, about anybody. Yeah. If you're just taking Clen, what are you doing? Yeah, it's so so. Like, there's other things you could be using. Yeah. That are going to be classed as a natural compound. Like, why would you take Clen? Like, when you could be using something like your Himbine, or you could be using caffeine, or you could just create a yeah. larger deficit. Yeah. But people just think, oh, Clen, I've heard about that. It's supposed to make, mean that I'll burn more calories. And I mean, you can, but then I also question, like, the, the negative sides of, let's say, for example, just driving up neurostress, driving up your general sort of kind of, let's say, literally, it's a, it's a beta 2 agonist receptor. So if we're thinking about the, the mechanisms of how that works, the amount of, like, let's say build up you're getting from it relative to calorie expenditure for most situations just pull away 60 calories and save yourself or take have a bit it. more caffeine yeah like. yeah literally it's one of those sort of things and like i think in certain situations aka a comp prep when you're trying to in an enhanced comp prep and you're trying to leverage every let's say facet of fat loss possible relative to keeping calories as high makes sense but for a holiday yeah. for only, a literally yeah in my opinion only makes sense for somebody who is trying to be competitive at a high level yeah yeah uh, or at a decent level like yeah. even if you're doing it at an amateur pca show yeah no i don't I, think you should I, do I, I don't think it's something that it's well, but unfortunately oh, amateur pca yeah okay i drop out clean cleanse going you can out. use it for the second show but yeah. that's more important yeah second show. use it for one week use it for three days <laughs> three days yeah three days and then i'm allowed to use it did you tell him to have taurine and drink yeah, more water and so basically hydration is the most important thing when it comes to to um clean. it's also as well i said to him make sure you're getting it from a, a, like a reputable place uh, i took malay tiger clean um it, the first time i ever took it and it was i, I read about it because i got horrendous cramps like horrendous cramps no matter what i did i was cramping and i actually researched it and the studies for 40 micrograms of clean that's supposed to be there was a lot that was 100 to 120 micrograms of clen. like so it was like over dose significantly so if you've never used clan before and you utilize a source that might not be 100 percent legit 
you're gonna get absolutely battered from it and sometimes some people don't respond well to it if you're a naturally sweatier individual like stuff like that that again can play a role um, but overall it's going to be hydration so what i would say for most people if we're utilizing clen is upon wake 500 ml to a liter's worth of water have some salt that's just going to help you with from a sodium and electrolyte balance standpoint um i'd ha i'd then crack on with your fasted cardio or steps or whatever taurine supplementation can be upon wake i prefer taurine uh, and potentially like a hydra hydration supplement hydromax um the conte sports what's the conte sports hydroflow Hydro best in the game um yeah it's actually pretty good to be fair snai has got it and uh the, the panel's solid as all, all the stuff that, yeah. as all the stuff that, that, that jack conte does i saw him actually at, at elite oh you're being nice yeah, now. yeah you, i saw you're him. going back on what you just said yeah no, it's just everyone says it's the best and it's good. Stroman, yeah, we're not Stroman, taking yeah, Str Stroman Conti sports stuff is legit. Yeah. Like, it is good. So if you're going to get a hydration supplement, go to them. Um, and I and pretty much, yeah, I'd say have that and then just make sure you stay on top of your fluid. Like, it's going to be driving up your heart rate throughout the day. You're going to be sweating more. You're going to be excreting more bodily temperature. Uh, your resting heart rate is going to get higher. So as a result of that alone, it's going to be a case where you're probably going to excrete water more often. Also, you know well, sodium, well, so though. salt your meals. You know what I'd say? Surely, if you're taking clean, you already know these things can occur. I know, and this is I, so you've almost yeah. just got to just suck it up and go. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. probably going to get cramps. I find this like is, this is actually this will be a segue, and this could be almost a separate part. And the amount of times that I'll have somebody mention to me like, "Hey, mate, I'm taking this," or like, let's say it's a client who's coming on board and they've got their cycle from a previous coach, or they've ran something and or they let's say for, for example i pres let's say i tell them right let's let's take this let's monitor this let's go from there and then if a side effect occurs it almost seems like it's like almost like offensive like oh my god i'm having some like, acne or this i'm potentially having some like eugenic symptoms and, and i'm almost it's almost like a surprise yeah and i find it almost like you can't go into taking People... performance enhancing drugs and expect it to be an easy like People oh yeah they're gonna have no issues People you know think they're immune yeah they think oh yeah i've heard about that but it won't happen to me no it's like well it probably will like yeah. it's likely that it can yeah, yeah so you've got to be aware of it and even if you're managing things as well as you possibly could mm. it still can happen that's what a side effect is like yeah. no matter how well you manage it it doesn't mean you're immune to any side effects no so yeah that's the head slash clen yeah uh charlie w lifts thanks for the question mate what's been both of your proudest moments since coaching oh that's a good question um Oh, it sounds cliche, but I think like the position I'm in now, if I'm honest, like when I look at it objectively, like I'm, I'm proud, but never satisfied, mm. but I am very proud of the, I'm, yeah, I'm, pr I'm pr very proud of the situation I'm in, like to be at a point where I'm at coaching and then likewise translating to my own competing side of things and how I am in life. Like I'm, I'm proud of like how I am now and I, w I don't just have one key thing that i'm like oh, i'm really proud of this like there's yeah, been yeah. wicked moments i said this to josh i guarantee when josh competes that'll be an awesome day yeah. like i look back at the day when we were in manchester for matthew and you know when we were jamie Noah's down canal street. street yeah noah like that was a wicked day that was an awesome even though the airbnb was dire yeah, was that was a, that was a really really cool yeah, above us yeah, dead loud so bad awful airbnb but that was like a real nice weekend that was probably one of my favorite weekends that I can remember yeah. like when I think of good weekends I think of like that sort of weekend I think there's multiple proud moments yeah. like clients winning shows or clients even just competing clients being at shows like you say show days like they're always really fun or doing a photo shoot with a client or even just training with clients like yeah. I remember the first time I posted a transformation photo on, yeah, my, like, on my page I was like this is weird yeah. 
mate yeah. even like think about back in the day when you'd get your first paying client and stuff like <laughs> that you could argue that's like one of the most proudest moments mm. but it doesn't it feels like forever ago yeah but yeah i think there isn't one that stands out it's like oh i'm really proud of that it's just like you say proud of the constant work ethic and drive and yeah. sort of basically what it takes to get to the point that we're at because it's not easy like there's a lot of people that yeah. are trying to be coaches and a lot of people that are coaches but like it's not easy to actually create a living from it and no. be at the level that we're at and enjoy it and create basically be you know be your own boss and create your own lifestyle based on how you want it like it's not easy no like, it's very sought after and i think it's what a lot of people want to do and it's great and i think a lot of people should want to do it because you, you can like and i think there's a room for everybody to do it you know what i mean there's room for enough people there's room for everyone at the top bro. <laughs> but like ultimately the reason that we're where we're at is because we fucking work hard like yeah. it's not because we're loads smarter than someone else or we look loads better than someone else maybe that's why you you're, you're yeah, maybe, maybe me but ultimately it's not like it's because we just work really really hard and we're relentless like like what you just said the other day oh yeah i don't work thursdays like that was a joke but for most people that's just a normal thing to say yeah like which is fine because most people work a nine-to-five job or whatever like yeah. so they don't work a couple of days i like, had a i had a client check in on friday uh obviously easter easter week like bank holiday weekend and he said he was like i don't know if i should be checking in yeah. like it's a bank holiday mate like and i literally was like mate i can't remember the last day i had off yeah like i can't, I can't remember that like christmas i still had check-ins come through you did i get, get back to them i got back to them the following day but i still had whatsapps yeah, i, I haven't turned my phone off. off i haven't put my phone down for an hour or two that i can even remember if there's a time that you i go for a sleep, walk yeah. Yeah, I just work when I sleep. Yeah. Get up at four AM to oh yeah, just get back to clients. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's true though because like even yeah. even time off, it's not off. I went to Canada and for the first, so I'm there for twelve days, four hours in the morning. Every morning I was waking up early to get work and we work. That's and that that's part I think of the this process. Is what, that's this what is what it's like when people go like, oh, like I want to get to that point. Great, but you got to be willing to do what you yeah. got to do. Like it's not. It's not easy. It doesn't just happen overnight. Like no. where we're at now is years and years of time and effort. Like, yeah. like you say, I can't think of the last day that I actually didn't do any kind yeah. of work, whether that be getting back to a client, getting back to check-ins, whether that be doing form feedback, whether it even be posting on social media, something that's marketing basically. Yeah. Or video in a set. Like Mate, it must even be, going to the gym and video in a session. Like if you think about yeah. it like that, when yeah. was the last time you didn't? Yeah. It'd be Mentions. years. Yeah, yeah. Like Maybe. multiple years. Right. So Musa, he is going to be entering a prep soon, one of my clients. Uh, really excited to see how he does. He has asked habits you guys have picked up this prep, even if it's small day-to-day things compared to last prep. I'm like I'm only yeah, two things, and a half weeks yeah. in, mate. I'm not, I'm not deep enough. Too far, I could say, I'm, I'm, I've got a, I have reading, but I don't think that's based on prep. But reading, I've got an indoor treadmill. But again, I wouldn't say that's a habit. That's just because I knew that I needed to do more steps, so yeah. it was a bit easier. I don't think I've got into any specific habits. I guess too fair reading in bed, but I don't think I've not got into that because of prep. I've got yeah. into that because it's something. Although you could argue that you have, because sometimes when you when you begin a prep, you've got that extra bit of umph, that a bit of intent, that bit yeah. of motivation, like. I probably wouldn't have randomly thought peak off season I fancy reading but mm. although it was kind of based on the fact that I went on holiday and yeah. I was reading and I wanted to read more yeah so I guess that but I'm only two and a half weeks into print yeah for me I'd, it's, it's, it's hard to say like a direct answer like towards habits and definitely sleeping earlier um, that's for sure um, that's just based on the fact that my sleep was like my quality of sleep is not the best now but my duration of sleep's okay where last prep it was sleep quality and duration um, so getting to bed 
earlier intentionally, um, even if the sleep quality is not the best. Because, again, you're going to feel a bit trashed regardless, but if you can get a little bit more sleep, probably not going to be a bad thing. Um, and then other than that, I was doing my cardio my off-season. I was doing it daily. Uh, I was doing my walks. It wasn't where, like, anything really changed significantly. So my habits, I mean, we could technically say, actually, for me, for example, we transitioned to training on two meals um in the last yeah. like four to five months so that's something actually that we really spoke that about after christmas yeah like yeah literally after christmas we both were training during the christmas period on two meals and we both were like i actually think i prefer it so we train now a good like hour and a half to two hours earlier and it means that we get a bit more time in the evenings we can get most of our work done in the mornings um and it, I it forces think just, you to be more efficient in the morning as yeah well. exactly because before we were training at like Two thirty-three. Three. Yeah, we're usually three half. Three. Yeah, and it was like getting to the point where you can just be a bit slack. Where if you've got right, we're going to be at the gym at one. You've got a lesser amount of time, and therefore you're just going to be a bit more on it with your work. So it means you have to be efficient in the morning. So, yeah, it was. Um, that's something that I, I guess we've kind of transitioned into. But that wasn't just prep. That was more so just lifestyle. Yeah. And I think if anything, like this is what I've said to Musa before. Like in relation, this is what I say to a lot of prep clients. Like, I think a lot of people overstate what a prep like the only like that's not changed because of prep it's just changed due to our setup of life like i think if you go into a prep and you're like right my habits are completely different it's probably not going to be ideal you want those habits to already be instilled so it's just an easy transition so i wouldn't be thinking like oh i'm prepping now this has to change that has to change that's what we always said like yeah you ultimately you should treat your off season like a prep but with more food yeah and when you've got more food social events are easier going out for meals is easier to manage you may be going to have an off-plan meal once a week or something like that like but when a prep begins it's the same you're just eating less and you maybe don't have that off-plan meal once a week like really is all it is yeah and then towards the end it obviously gets a bit more not necessarily complex but obviously you're going to be competing you're going to be stepping on stage at the end so it's a little bit different than just a normal diet but other than that if you've got the right kind of principles in place in an off-season then a prep should be pretty smooth, really. Yeah. Right. So most criminal, or most criminally overrated, and underrated movements. So what's like just one flat out overrated, like something you just like? Why the hell are people doing this? Single arm dumbbell row, a little bit yeah. overrated. Yeah, I'd say. Deadlift. It's... Think conventional deadlifts overrated. Yeah. For a hypertrophy response, anyway. Yeah, I'd agree with them. Maybe like a barbell squat, but I think in the bodybuilding. Yeah, body row. Yeah, and then underrated. It's an underrated movement. You think single arm degree body weight hyperextension. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go for a single arm like machine row or single arm cable row. Like I, I, I really I don't like think a, underrated though. No, but I think like a lot of like a sing a, a well and a, a, a nice a okay go belt squat. Yeah, belt squat is underrated massively. Yeah, that's actually quite a good shout. You don't many, see many people using it. I think it's a very no, it good is, machine. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one, mate. I'm mm. impressed with that. Thank you. Yeah, that's an underrated answer to an, a yeah. very, very good question about yeah. underrated exercises. Have you seen like you know the club podcast? Yeah, yeah. they do underrated or overrated, yeah, yeah. and every time they're like, "Oh, neither." <laughs> it's like yeah. that's not the, the the aim of the game, mm. right? Keno fitness, mate. Am I not able to answer any you've, of mine? I don't think I don't think you had that many. I've not got many, but I don't think you've got a hundred. Yeah, they will be going to be bot accounts. Okay, come on, carry on. Um, to be fair, we've already answered this one. This is from uh, Owen. so this is what Finn Finn jumps in and says this, and then you yeah. have answered this one. No, we haven't really, but we kind of have. This is so. a great, this is a great podcast. So um, please like and subscribe. Hey, both both you and Reese's example of a day in a life on a training day or a rest day. It's from my client Owen. Well, we've got an, we've got a rest day that's coming out soon. Yeah, basically we've we've kind of explained it at the start. Yeah. So we we get up, we or, or, I get up, 
I go out on a walk, come back, do my cardio, do an indoor walk, then I'll go in the shower, then I'll have my meal one, prep my food for the day, then I'll do my work, then I'll have meal two, which is pre-workout, then I'll go train, then I'll have post-workout, then I'll do work in the evening, and then I'll have my final meal, and I'll go to bed. Wow. And then rest day is very similar, but I don't go and train. Yeah. Fair enough. What about you? Similar, but... <laughs> it's, it's so similar, but I'm not, I don't even want to go through it, because it's like... It's the same, but like... Cardio and steps are in a different order. Yeah, and I I make my first meal the night before, and then I make my other meals in when I after I eat my first meal. So yeah, cool. Sound moving on. Um, right. So we have, what is something you wish you knew when you first started BB? Um, probably like the aspect of actually driving progressive overload within your training like actually yeah. focusing on progressing the, the quality actual sort of not quantity tension through a muscle when i was like oh my chest is poor i was just thinking just do i'm just gonna do yeah more. i'm gonna do another yeah. set i'm gonna do another exercise i'm just gonna spend another half hour in the gym instead think, of actually like, thinking about the quality the yeah. importance of resting as well because like yeah back rest, in the day yeah, we just want to train and train and train yeah. and train i think that's quite yeah, rest. Three, I also think as well, rest times, like rest times in the actual set. Session. Yeah, you used to go, right, I need 30 seconds, then I'll go yeah. again, get a really good pump. Yeah, not not obsessing over a pump as well. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty efficient, that. Yeah. Do you want to go, mate? Uh, managing client training who have different availability to train each week competitive. So basically, if somebody, let's say, is on shift patterns and they can't train the exact same days, the exact same okay. each week, well, how would you manage it? We've always said, like, you don't need to be bound to a seven-day rotation. Like, we run a seven-day rotation based off our work and how we have things set up. But I'll have plenty of clients that run a push-pull lower with two rest days per five days. And I say to them, be flexible. Like, you're more than welcome to run a push-pull lower, rest, rest. You're more than welcome to run a pull, rest, push, lower, rest like you're more than welcome to move things around like it doesn't have to be set upon seven days and i think like if you were to look at it if you were to train one week five times and then the following week four times and then back to five then maybe down to four for two weeks over a four week block six week block eight week block there's not going to be a massive difference the only issue is it can get to a point and we've seen it firsthand where people are a bit slack and they yeah, start the to then becomes... place too many rest days and their routine gets thrown out of line and then they go in and do five sessions on the truck because they're trying to play catch yeah. up. But the problem is, is like for some people, that's how it, I'm not going to say how it needs to be, but if they're working night shifts and they're out of routine, there's always going to be those inconsistencies. And unfortunately, people have bigger things in life than just getting to the gym and eating their meals and getting to bed, which yeah. is from a bodybuilding standpoint, not ideal. But if you apply effort and it's consistent, you're still going to be able to progress. So I really wouldn't stress too much about, about let's say, what sort of split you need relative to, like let's say, a setup. It would more so what can you do and what can you keep consistent and what can you get better at? I think the issue comes when they feel like they can't keep up with it or they can't sort of basically pull, yeah they're like, playing like catch up yeah almost all they, the time. they've got to go oh well i'm supposed to be doing five sessions this week so i can't train monday and tuesday so i'll just do five in a row yeah it's like well i'd actually rather you do four sessions and, and have a four day per week split and that week be an eight day cycle rather than a seven day yeah and it literally just be like you could almost you could you could have the sort of general consensus as like right okay you basically don't have two rest days in a row. 
and as long as you can adhere to that and if they can't adhere to that based on shift patterns then you just discuss the shift patterns like it's not a problem like i have loads of different clients that work loads of different kind of shift patterns and you just have to work around them and ultimately they know their routine best as well so you kind of just say to them right this is your your sort of this is Blueprint. what we're aiming for yeah. now you work around that based on that week or that that given rotation that given mesocycle yeah you might have an individual who works three 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 weeks of day shifts then one week of night shifts so every time you have that those night shifts it might be that we have a devolume week around it or a deload around it or we take out two sessions that that week because they're trashed on the night shifts like you just make it work based on that person you don't just go well you've got five sessions crack on like, yeah. you just make it work based on that individual but you still have i think what people then almost think that the answer is is like oh just play it by ear and see what happens that's not the answer because then whenever you can't be arsed you just won't train yeah. so you still need to have a structure but it needs to be almost like a flexible structure around that schedule it can't just be oh just train when you can because a lot of the time you probably won't train because you'll be tired times when you're really tired <laughs> the amount of times that we'll be tired that we still train because it's a yeah. training day so you're still going to have some level of accountability but you can't necessarily have all that it's Tuesday so I have to train but you might be working a 14 hour shift that day you physically can't get to the gym because it's closed so it's like having a good level of accountability and structure without it being overly strict it's like finding that balance yeah I agree um, Keno Fitness but I felt his name was you know Keno I thought he was in Keen or Keno you know um, Ben Henson's trainer partner coached by Tom do you know who he is? Yeah. yeah. I thought his name... Is it Keno? Is I don't it? know who he is. Keno Fit... You don't know who he is? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. He's asked, what's the worst dining experience you've ever had at a meal? Quite like that question. So for me, it was Chiquitos. 100%. It, it was awful. Post-prep, it was like two, three weeks afterwards. And the reason why I say post-prep is because post-prep, your hunger sense... Like you, you, post-prep, you, you just binged all the time. No, you're just going to... Literally, me and Sanaya had like... We planned it out. Finn had hyped it up in through the, the entirety of the prep. And we were like, no, Finn's hyped it up before. We're like, oh, Chiquito's awesome. It's really good. So we went there thinking, oh, yeah, this will be a nice meal. Nice, like, date night or whatever. I think we went bowling or something. Um, shout out Meridian in... Uh, in yeah, if you're listening, yeah, Meridian. Meridian yeah. yeah, Meridian in rugby? No, not rugby. Foss Park. Leicester. Leicester. And uh, pretty much we went there and it was absolutely shocking food was awful the woman who served us it was more so the server like the service quality we sat down we she didn't know at all what we were asking because it was our first time like oh how big how big is this what's this like nothing like at all that would take other than somebody to go yeah you might want you might prefer this or okay it's this big she didn't have a clue she had to ask her manager to ask how long how big the burritos are i'm like how are you working that place you don't know what the burritos are like first day no but she was awful she then goes to us she was like oh do you want any sauces and we were like yeah yeah what sauces do you have because it's a mexican place they might not have like the standard like ketchup and mayo and you don't you don't want ketchup and mayo with a with like a yeah yeah. and she was like she was like oh all the sauces any sauce you want and we were like which is, and she was like, oh, uh, um, like we've yeah. got all the flavors. Yeah, well, yeah, she was like, no, she genuinely didn't know. She had no idea. So we were like, what the hell? Well, our food then comes out, and it was like, I think it came out like half hour afterwards. And we were like, we were waiting around a good amount of time. And then she comes up to us three times while we we're eating, three times while we we're eating. And she's like, um, yeah, can, is there any chance you can pay now? Because the, the tills are closing uh, in like, 15 minutes we were like yeah we'll probably be done by then like we'll pay and then she was like okay cool and then she comes out i actually need to pay now and we were like okay cool we'll pay now and then the card machine didn't work or something she then comes back over another card machine while we're trying to eat and then she comes over and goes we're actually closing up a bit early 
and we're like Jesus we're just yeah. trying to eat the meal and the food was really average it wasn't awful it was just very mid and we literally were like this is the work like we paid we didn't even feel like we relaxed and enjoyed a meal the root, the food was like rushed but it was took took its time and it was just an awful experience so that's the, the first one that pops up in my head I probably had worse but that wasn't good we literally finished and I, I sent Finn a voice note and I was like Mate, Chiquito's awful. Yeah, but that's that's that experience. Like, yeah. it's not the food. If you'd have gone at seven p.m. and you'd got a good waitress, you'd have probably yeah. been like, "Oh, it was really nice." Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'd say my worst one was Frankie and Benny's. Yeah. So, <laughs> back in the day, there was a Frankie and Benny's in Scunthorpe, like near. It was about twenty minutes from where I used to live, and like it was like, oh, it was banging. Like you'd go Frankie and Benny's for your birthday, your fourteenth birthday. It was like Frankie and Benny's, mm. and you'd get. Uh, penne arabiata or Frankie and Benny's was elite back in the yeah, day. Yeah, it used like, to be elite. incredible. Yeah, like, like I'm top, sure people will and, know. Like, top, top tier. Yeah. It was the place to be. I used to go every birthday. It was like renowned. You go to Frankie and Benny's. It was fantastic. It has fallen off a cliff. Like, we need mate, to think of an mate, analogy. This is, this is my, my, uh, mate, my... you're so rude. It is ridiculous. Your is... prep's getting hard. That 25 cars. Mate, I'm rude. I'm telling my story about Frankie and Benny's. Carry on, mate. Go and on, you're jumping ahead, in mate. down my throat. Being a bit rude you are. Go on, carry on. So anyway... I used to love Frankie and Benny's, as, as Reese did, because he just rudely interrupted me and jumped in about how much he loved it. So, yeah, we both used to love Frankie and Benny's, all right? We don't need a competition of who liked it more. We both liked Mate, Frankie and Benny's. it's Benis. a podcast, we're talking. We both liked Frankie and Benny's. Carry on. So, um, anyway, me and Shannon went to Ikea, probably like two years ago. I think it was maybe before lockdown, actually. And um, there's a Frankie and Benny's like on the complex. And we were like, oh, yeah, we'll go Frankie and Benny's. Like, it's pretty good food. Mm. And we went and it was literally like the worst meal I've ever had. It, it, I don't know what changed, but everybody says the same that I've spoke to since. And it was literally just like Flour. a tiny chicken breast. Yeah. Like a, I, got, I think I got like, I got a, whatever chicken meal. And it was like a tiny chicken breast and like some peas and like some shit. Like it was like a kid's meal. And it was like fourteen pounds, and it like if I'd have paid like three ninety nine for it, I'd have been like, yeah. fair enough. But it was like fourteen quid, and it was honestly horrendous. Like the music was awful. Yeah. It was just like, what the fuck has happened? Like I remember it used to be like quite nice Italian yeah, music. It was nicely lit. It was just yeah. like I, I used to go all down, the time, and like, I remember I went horrendous. like a few years back, probably like two thousand eighteen, nineteen, and I was like, that was awful. And then I went again, like maybe a couple <laughs> months after, check. and I was like, oh, it's really bad. Like They've, it's they must really have had bad. somebody like take over. Maybe yeah. Frankie and Benny got kicked out and. Somebody, Frank and Ben, yeah. Frank, big Frank and they Dick, got kicked yeah. out and got a big takeover from Qatar or something like that. And then yeah. all they focused on was was profit. I'd say another one actually. I, went, I had food at the um, Selfridges, like top of Selfridges in London. So like it was like a, a, a rooftop bar, like and it was uh, when I was in London in December, and it was freezing cold, like freezing oh. cold. And it was like, there was no insulation, and like, it was like you had to have a certain amount of t- like bowls and stuff. It was like a pick your own food, and everything was just coked in oil, and it was like it was just awful. Oh, to be fair, one more. Wait, we'll move on from this question in a minute. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you about that tapas restaurant in um, uh, Budapest. I think so. So we were in Budapest, me and Shannon, like last year, and. Um, we were, went on TripAdvisor and we were like, right, we'll go somewhere like high on the yeah. TripAdvisor. We were like in the in the centre and we were like, we'll find somewhere. And this tapas place came up and it was like 11 on TripAdvisor and it was like, there was hundreds on mm. there. So it was like, that's pretty high. Yeah. And we were like, oh, tapas sound. Like you get loads of different stuff to choose from. Never that's pretty cool. Tapas. It's just yeah. like different little bits yeah, of food. Yeah. So we're like, yeah, that'll be spot on. We went and it was literally like the worst meal I've ever had. Like they t- tried to keep you in there for ages. We were in yeah. there for like three hours trying to escape for like the last two. Um, we, we ordered 10 dishes and the guy was like, oh no, you should order this. It says, um, 
trust the chef. Yeah. You should order this. You should order That's... this. That he'll get you what you want. And we were like, well, we don't want that. And we're actually going to pay you more because we're yeah, going to choose yeah. all these other things. Because like Shannon's quite picky with food. I don't want something that I don't want. You know what I mean? So it's like I don't want to trust the chef and then mm. give me whatever. I want to choose what I want. Yeah. So we chose what we wanted, and the guy was like, yeah, yeah, whatever, that's fine. And then he was like, because well, you've ordered ten, I'll bring it out as like three, three. Four or four yeah, yeah. three three. Four, four three, three three. three yeah. Play a four three three. I was like, yes, I am. So he did that, but like he brought out four and then like we'd finished and then it took like half an hour to bring out the next I three. Hate, oh that's honestly that's one pet peeve I have. And then like another half an food. hour and the next yeah. three. So like we, we they were, want, oh, yeah, they want you to idea. have drinks and stuff like yeah, that. In but between. we thought that sounds yeah. good because then the table won't be cramped with yeah, loads yeah. of dishes. So we're like, yeah, sound. But then we were literally there for like three hours and the guy was a such like he's such a salesman. Yeah. But it was like doing the opposite like i hate people that are overly salesy and he yeah. was trying to sell us this drink and that drink and we were like mate just fucking get us the food obviously we didn't say that yeah but like some of the food was awful as well like we didn't we probably ate like a quarter of it like it was really bad but there was one good thing at the end he gave us some free ice cream which he gave to everybody because he was like going around to every table like oh you this is on us and it's like yeah mate you're fucking doing it to everyone you're not yeah. we're not special pistachio ice cream and he was like this is the best ice cream you ever had and we were like yeah right this place is shit and to be fair it was fucking mint the ice cream was amazing um so the ice cream kind of savored it mm. and also the memories because me and shannon like laugh about it the memories so what you got memories over memories no it was it, that day was tapas over memories oh, okay. no memories over tapas okay yeah i don't know what it was but yeah, either way you wouldn't, you wouldn't have known the macros would you Nah, the macros weren't on the menu so memories it was memories that day i was on holiday though so memories already that's guaranteed yeah, yeah. fair enough yeah right so mutant cow has asked and i've got to be honest mutant cow <laughs> he's dm'd me a few times mutant <laughs> cow he's every time i've had a refeed he's messaged me about a refeed and he's asked when to take a refeed during a cut once a week i see his popular one percent body weight drop and on sunday when i did my rest day questions he asked like three or four questions like mutant cow no issue at all you're a mutant and to be fair he actually looks really good so you do look good but this is something that is very much... We did much... do a full podcast on refeeds and, yeah. and deloads and stuff. Yeah. So, it's, so maybe we kind of explained it in watch. there. But to summarise, it's very much person-dependent and data-dependent. Most people don't need to refeed. Most people just need to get leaner. And as a result of that, you don't need to refeed. In my last prep, I didn't refeed at all until the back end when it was filling up. Um, in my tidy up last year for my holiday, where I pulled off 20 kilos, I didn't refeed once, I didn't need to. Like... It's going to be one of those where if training performance is sound and you feel good, don't refeed. You don't need to. If training performance drops off, diet fatigue gets too high, you're to a point where you need to assess data, cool, refeed. So I wouldn't say you need to refeed once a week or whatever. Play around with it. Like having an ex- doubling up your carbs on a training day for two days isn't going to be causing a massive shift of weight I gain. Would, I'd actually say there's, there's never an actual sort of quantitative amount of like weight that you've lost no. or percent that you're losing out or time out yeah. from a show that you oh that's when you need to refeed no it's based on performance based on fatigue based on the look so it's difficult to say it's not like oh well if you're losing x amount by this point like you should refeed like there isn't a no. written rule for it yeah, yeah i agree so just if it's one of those where this is when if you have a coach obviously i'd imagine your coach would probably tell you yeah if you have a coach then I'm guessing your coach will probably tell you. But if you don't have a coach, just assess data, see how things are. And if you're dieting and you don't have a direct date, put in a refeed and see, if you, and see how you respond and just assess that data. And you, I doubt you're going to be taking if these If you steps want backwards. to use yeah. them, just make sure you're ahead. Make yeah. sure that you're giving yourself plenty of time. Don't be using them if you've like got four weeks left and you're still really fat. Yeah. Like If you're quite That's what I said, if you're you in a good spot to. and you're ahead, then cool. Right, right, let's smash through the rest. Cool, cool. I've not got many more. Um, this is from... 
Matty, I don't actually know, he's my client, Matty Krauksik. I don't know how to pronounce his surname. Yeah. Let me know. Krauksik. It's like Krauksik, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's more important with, within nutrition, uh, hitting macro goals or the quality of food you eat? It's a good question, but yeah, it also it like... Question. Yeah, because you could skew it and go, well, if you're hitting your macro goals, yeah, it's... I think if you think about it... You hit your macro goals through ice cream and stuff like that. But if then you, that's yeah, if poor think, quality. If you think about it, you could kind of... You could go about it in two ways. So the first way would be... Imagine if you were to hit your your macros with horrendous food, like which you could do. It'd be unlikely because you'd probably go way over your fats, but you could probably yeah. do that. You could probably still hit your macros with probably relatively poor quality food, yeah. but it's going to be difficult. If you've got like, let's say, a high protein, high carb, low fat diet, it's going to be quite difficult to have awful food. Yeah. But then also the second one would be like, if you're nowhere near your macros, but you're having amazing quality food, let's say you've had a full day of eating, what, let's say like, loads of salmon you've had olive oil yeah lo loads of olive oil loads of like you've had, a, you've had a Medita mediterranean diet yeah, yeah and you've hit 40 grams of protein and too fat you'd probably hit more full fat of fish. let's say you've hit yeah you've hit, you had some grass-fed beef you've hit like 200 grams of fat avocado and whole eggs yeah 200 grams of fat you've hit like 100 grams of protein and like let's say maybe 250 carbs yeah something yeah. like that that's probably not going to be the, the most beneficial when it comes to performance or no. improving the look. So I would say it, it's difficult. I wish it, I wish it wasn't questioned in that way, of yeah. like one or the other, because I would say both, obviously. But if it was me, I would rather hit my macros yeah, I would. however possible than be nowhere near my macros. I'm thinking of it in like a on a larger scale. Yeah. yeah so if it's like if if it's going to be one or the other, if I'm nowhere near my macros but the food's good quality. I'd, I'd rather be hitting my macros even if the food's not yeah. the best yeah. because you're going to struggle to have horrendous food yeah. and still hit your macros. Yeah, I yeah. agree. And that's a good answer. How to keep my insulin resistance high. Um, which, that doesn't make sense. GDA. Yeah, no. How to keep my insulin resistance high while eating 4,500 calories a day. So first, you don't want your insulin resistance high. Like You want your insulin resistance in a good spot. I like, want it high. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I want to be insulin resistant. I don't want to be utilizing like nutrients at all. I just want it literally to be shunted straight to fat gain. Yeah, and then he's gone on to ask three big meals or five to six medium meals a day. Um, this isn't really gonna make much of a massive difference in the sense of actual meals. It's gonna be calories, it's gonna be making sure to keep moving, making sure to, uh, let's say, actually demand the level of food. Like if you're just piling in food and your digestion's poor and that's three big meals or six meals constantly, you're just kind of plowing in, you're not moving after your meals, you're not training hard, you're not creating that carbohydrate demand for them, congrats, yeah, your, your insulin sensitivity is not going to be too good as probably as a result of that. But then also as well, like duration is going to be something that's important and, uh, and most likely body composition. So I would, if anything, say if you're lean, like you can have a lot of food and your your insulin sensitivity is going to be pretty okay. So it's one of those sort of things where I really wouldn't stress out. I'd be thinking, right, what suits you and your, your daily setup? Ideally, I'd say four to five meals. I'd be saying that's probably a good bar, like good ballpark for, for most people. I would say when it comes to making sure to keep some baseline cardio in there, making sure we're moving after meals, especially our bigger meals, making sure we're placing the large like bolus of our carbohydrates in and around the workout window, so pre and post probably more specifically post in the gaining phase and uh, and just making sure that you're eating clever and good food choices that digest well and don't get too fat so yeah, and even like keep your stress levels low yeah make sure you're getting a good amount of sleep because they're going to play a role as well you could potentially look at tracking blood glucose just to keep an eye on it it's not going to be a direct sort of it's not going to be a direct reading of it but it's going to give you a good indication of how well you're utilizing food how well you're managing stress those kind of things are 
going to probably give you a good indicator as to how well you're actually utilizing your food yeah so um yeah that but obviously everything else reset sorry mate i was uh, messaging somebody which was rude of me but it was basically somebody asked some questions on dm but it was like three or four questions so mm -hmm. i've just messaged him saying remind me next week because nice. we're done cool are we done we're done yeah we're done right <laughs> that's that Finn said we're done we're done we're done we're done once you're done you're done once you're done you're done once you're in you're in that's the podcast guys episode 93 we do believe like i said now we're gonna have it on spotify so we're gonna know because Sam is going to be yeah, gonna have getting on that. So, yeah, invoice going up. That's what we're going to get for. Invoice is going up. We need, yeah, therefore, guys, please subscribe. Please share. We need it. Uh, that'll be the podcast. Story tags is always welcomed. Everything like that means a lot. And, yeah, catch you guys next week. See you later.